queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Shakeups, internal turmoil. No, and I'm not talking about WWE, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, well, I mean, shakeups, yeah, you could consider this. Uh, this week, it, I know, like before the pandemic, NXT was talking about branching out to Europe, Japan, and everything. And then, of course, NXT, uh, the pandemic screwed all that up. But in the same week, NXT, um, WWE announced the launching of NXT in May 3. But on the flip side, um, NXT UK is, well, it said going on a hiatus, but it's eventually like going to launch, branch over into NXT Europe next year. The only downside of that is that they did have to go ahead and let um, several superstars um, go. And then Tuesday on Heat Wave, we saw like several. NXT UK people show up too, including the champion that they haven't crowned on TV yet. Nice going on that one, by the way. But um, Jolie, I think out of the three of us, you pay a little bit more attention to NXT UK than any of us. So oh, maybe I should have started with Kayla first. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, the um, it branching over to Europe, I think is a little bit better than just being strictly UK. Definitely. Um, because you know, you've got multiple different wrestlers. I mean, look at Cesaro, Sheamus, Gunter. He was um Fabian, but now he or Eichner, now he's uh Vito or whatever. Giovanni, Giovanni, Vinci, yeah. So, and you know, Kaiser Sosa. Um, and then the reason there's a reason why I'm calling him Kaiser Sosa right now. I know that's not his name. But I, as somebody brought something up and it's clicking in my head that he is going to turn on Gunter at Clash of the Castle and Sheamus is going to win the Intercontinental Championship from him. Oh, okay. Now I know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, in a classic, you know, you never saw it coming. You wouldn't think that he was going to do that because they've been together for so long. Yada, yada, yada. Isn't it kind of obvious? I mean, hell, the guy... Walks out with a red chest, redder than a freaking lobster with all the uh, freaking chest chops every week. True. <laughs> I, I will say that is true. But, you know, how many times like have you, you wouldn't think that he would, he, he, while it's expected, I mean, in the movies, usual suspects, uh, my mind went to Kaiser Sosa the entire time. That wasn't his name in the movie, but yeah, Kevin Spacey, piece of shit that he is plays an amazing villain oh for real that's so, so it haven't seen the movie 
see the movie. It's probably in the top 10, uh, you know, thrilling movies, mind fucking movies of all time, because you don't know the ending, even though I just spoiled the ending. But again, it, if you haven't seen the movie by now, it's been spoiled so many times for you. It's not even funny. <laughs> but it's it's one of those movies like you you turn you don't know which way you're gonna go so like yeah it's it's expected and you would think well yeah maybe it is him but then like when it happens like holy fuck kind of like when when if and when Dominic finally turns on Ray which in all honesty should happen but we'll see what happens but going back yeah. to NXT UK um they uh bring once Ilya is healthy again bring him back over uh trent seven not trent yo trent seven is still there and no 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 he was gone too oh they cut him Mm -hmm. damn they really destroyed mustache mountain tyler i'm sorry his name tyler but seeing tyler come in being all cocky kind of love it for him yeah but you got to realize something just because these people are getting let go right now doesn't mean they're not going to come back that's what I was thinking too, because it's like when NXT, when Europe finally comes back and everything, it's like they're got yeah, they're definitely bringing a lot of these people back. But but cutting them right now gives them the chance to go work for Progressive, go work for ICW, go work for different corporations to make money to help themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth you know the fact that you know they did the right thing by them, yeah. um, and you know. We'll see what happens. Other than that, I'm excited to see the people that they they brought over that they kept because they're going to really jumpstart not only NXT 2.5. I'm calling it 2.5 because it's not originally 2.0 anymore and it's not 3.0 yet because you know Triple H is going to start changing shit. I think once some of these guys incorporate and move up and move on, it will become 3.0. Maybe keep some of the flashy colors, but go back to the ruthless aggression of the original black and gold era. Um, I'm sorry. I like the colors. I, I think the colors are fun with the NXT. You know, black and gold um, is too much of a Pittsburgh thing for me. And fuck anything Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Corey Graves. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, Ezekiel and your whole fucking family, go fuck yourselves. And the funny thing was, when I met Elias, I said, I fucking hate Pittsburgh. So thank you for whenever you rip on it. He goes, I'm from there. I said, I don't care. <laughs> I fucking hate Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Dallas are my two two most hated cities. Fuck those places. <laughs> but uh, m- moving forward. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I think this will be great for WWE in the long run because with it being Europe-based, you get more countries and you get more... Uh, wrestlers, and I'm actually excited for 2023 with uh, NXT NXT, uh, Europe. And maybe they can bring people in from Japan and China and Taiwan and even Australia, because I think NXT Australia would be a little bit reaching. (laughs) But, you know, I really do hope they get some of the Aussie stars, um, like our boy Phoenix. Yeah. Because he's really good. And there's some really good wrestlers over there that, you know, deserve a chance. I mean, you got Buddy Murphy or Murphy. And you did have the um, Iconics. Um, But, yeah, no. Did we congratulate her on here? I don't know. But in case we haven't, congratulations to uh, Casey and uh, Sean. Cassie. 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 
Yeah. Sorry, Cassie. Shit. Congratulations. To, congratulations to Cassie and Sean. That video was absolutely cute. I don't know how many times I actually saw it. It was, it was like tearing up. It was ridiculous. It was so fucking cute. Oh, man. All right. So with NXT UK kind of taking, taking a break, as we said, we, get, we saw a bunch of people saw, show up on Tuesday night. And I felt like the starting of like like rumblings of worlds collide and little yet lo and behold day after clash worlds collide NXT NXT UK that's what's uh, apparently coming up. So Kayla, it's like what's going to happen with these titles? It's like could we see some unifications? We could, um, but even with the you know. The split of you know getting Europe and UK or whatever they got going on, um, it's going to be a good, good experience, um, all around really. Um, I mean, heck, it wouldn't surprise me because look at the main roster because you got the tag titles together, you got the WWE Universal title together. Um, but not hey, for long. I know not for long. But I'm just saying it's, it's crazy just how everything is changing the way we want it to change now mm-hmm. and um i'll back back up to what julia says that these wrestlers are not gone they may be released but they're not gone because um i will jump to i haven't finished it yet but i'm still uh cory gray's had cross and scarlet on his podcast and he was interviewing them and there was a part mm-hmm. on there where scarlet kept telling cross we're going back to wwe i don't know when but we're going to end up going back. This is not the end for us. We're going to go back at some point. Female intuition, damn it. <laughs> and look what happened. They're back. You know, yep. and I keep saying it. That was the debut that they should have had. And these wrestlers that got released are just going to be the exact same way. They may not feel like, you know, they're going to absolutely get what they deserved at first, but you come back. Always remember the comeback is better than your setback. And um, what's going to happen now with Worlds Collide? I don't know. Anything goes. You got Triple H in charge. Then we just found out that Shawn Michaels is what? The vice president of creative now too? Or talent development, yeah. Well, whatever. You know, we got <laughs> DX in charge, y'all. DX is in charge of creative and talent. You know, who would ever, you know. And I really don't see them using the word suck it anytime soon because it's only getting improving. Just just to point out, this is the OG DX of Shawn Michaels and Triple H, not the you know New Age Outlaws version. N- now we can equate Stephanie to China, but that would be a complete disservice to China because she was her own individual. But you still have that three main power set right there. Mm-hmm. Just For just real. stating, and w- when <laughs> I heard that too, it's just like, and everything like you know, Papa H was. You know, Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe. So now Papa Sean is going to be, be Braun Breaker. He's, he's going to be Corey, um, Cora Jade. All these new faces, he's going to be leading that. And so we're, gonna, we're eventually going to get Papa H versus Papa Sean. And um, I'm actually looking forward to that. And um, I, I the the whole you brought something up, and I want to talk about it real quick because it wasn't on our list. But 
we all saw Dexter Loomis again on Monday night. However, that wasn't Dexter's hand. Dexter, I don't believe Dexter wasn't wearing gloves when Ziggler and Theory were fighting in the back. Because how could he have gotten to two places at once? Because that he was pulled out of the arena fairly quick. And I don't remember him seeing wearing gloves. Whose gloved hand was that on the door? I have... Fiend. It's the Fiend. Mm-hmm. That's all the time. And, and, and if the Fiend comes back, and then there's something about Eric Redbeard posting something, which is Eric Rowan, I, if we get all this shit back that Vince fucked up, and again, I will say this with full certainty, the meltdown that Tony Khan is having is going to go nuclear. Oh, and we're going to get to that in a fucking second. <laughs> but, but, you uh, know, yeah. all these mysterious things happening backstage, and, you know, you have like, like, what the fuck is going on? And that match between Drew and Kevin, and yes, I know, the stupid Usos interfered, but it didn't ruin either of them. No! Be- no, that- because it's like, that match. Oh my God. And the fact, like, you could hear Vince shit his pants when they said, well, we're wrestlers in our wrestling ring. I was like, holy fuck. Did they just. And the shit talking. Prom- we're back that- to the shit talking. That promo, that segment was fire. You want to talk about nuclear? That shit was fire. And Kaylee, your mind's stirring right now. I can see it in your face. Okay, the part on Monday Night Raw when Drew walked by the trash can that was on fire. Yeah. A lot of people stimulated that it was Dexter Loomis. Okay. But now that you really that hand, if it's the Fiend, what if the trash can fire was started by the Fiend? Because what was one thing that he was powerful with? Setting things on fire with fire and heat. Yeah. W.S. were always just Dexter, always just Dexter. That's what they're leading towards right now. No. Even no, Steve that's... said it was Dexter. <laughs> he thought he was Dexter. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I think this is how they're going to edge the Fiend in. And then Alexa had tweeted something out saying, you can only rejoin evil if something with heat arises again. Oh! That is something she had tweeted out. Then after she tweeted out, she quickly deleted it. Because she actually said that was like a lot, lot of fun working with him. It was. And that's why that was like a lot of people gave her hell at the end. Like, why are you taking his gimmick? No. The last thing he said to her was, you continue it. Keep it going. Until someday when we rightfully meet again. So he gave her permission to keep going with it. And she did a hell of a job with it. Now they kind of wind down with it a little bit. But if he's coming back, I can see him sparking up again. Because she's already made it clear that she wants to work with him again. And also, I, I want to point out one thing. And one thing about this whole Dexter Loomis in, in the stands. As somebody that works in the stadium. And knows people that work in an arena like Wells Fargo. Or the ones that they've recently been in. The people in the black shirts would not be jumping Dexter Loomis. You wouldn't have the cops there first. You would have the stadium security. So the way that they're doing this, like, and, and they need to start, like, and one, the one thing that is bothering me about this whole thing, 
And yes, I'm nitpicking. Fuck off. But it would make it so much more believable if they borrowed the CSC shirts because they've got plenty in the back. Like they, they the CSC re- returns their shirts at the end of the night. Only the event staffs the ones that keep their shirts. Yeah. Because you never know what CSC crew you're going to have because a lot of them are shuttled in from around the area. So what they should have done is borrowed the CSC shirts or borrowed like the security shirts that seemed like they were actually staff members of the arena. That would have made that 10 times better. Not that I'm not loving this whole fucking backstory storyline. I, I am, but just like, you know, I would find it more believable if it was Apex, CSC, or security-based shirts tackling him, and then the cops coming in. Because the cops are the last ones usually called in. It's usually the, the yellow shirts or the orange shirts or the blue shirts that come first. Right. Depending on your security level. So it's just it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, if they just did that, and then somebody said, you know, we want Killer Cross, the main event, WrestleMania 39, and I'm just thinking, I want Cody Rose and Karrion Cross to main event, WrestleMania 40, each other, so our boss lady has no idea who the fuck to root for, and both <laughs> me and Kat are just, like, laughing our asses off, you know, because she's going to be in, in stadium for that. And I'm just going to be working my section, whichever section it's going to be. And I'm just going to be like texting her. Are you okay? Are you breathing? Hello? If you thought she, if you thought she was like torn whenever it was Finn versus Cross, it's like Cody versus Cross. It's like, holy shit. No, <laughs> like, you're probably you just want some me. CPR. No, I just happen to be in Jolie's section. If you hear someone and go, go, Cody, no, go, Cross, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she has completely lost her mind. And, you know, also, I'm I'm excited to hear that Brandy um, is back at the PC. Yeah, I saw that. It's like going good for her. It, and I want an interaction with her and Becky and go, wasn't your name Eden? <laughs> I just want that because they had such great interactions when she was Eden and the backstage reporter. I loved her interactions with Becky backstage. I thought that was some of the best work. Um, like with Becky and her, like they had such comedic. It's like you know how Kayla is with Lena Vega. That's how I equated those two. And then it's like, okay, well now you have those two. N- now you got Brandy getting back in ring. You're gonna have Beth back in ring. Seth and Becky. If we get Andrade back, you're gonna have Charlotte and Andrade. If we, you know, Naomi comes back, we're gonna have Naomi and Jimmy. Can we get couples mix match challenge? I know, like right? legit couples, Miz and Maurice. And if Johnny comes back, Johnny and Candace, Shayna yeah. and Dakota. It's like <laughs> I'm it's sorry, like, I don't know uh, if they are or not, but you know, it's just I love joking about that. The rumors galore. The rumors galore and everything. But it's just like, yeah, that that tournament is like it's like the list goes on and on and on and on and on about couples. It's like crazy. And um we all know who needs to dethrone the Usos. Yes. Yeah. Especially all, after no. Espe- yes. Especially after Friday. Yeah. After Kayla, did you see the video with the Friday night after SmackDown? After SmackDown, no. No. Apparently, um, Kayla was there, and he came out to do a dark match. I, I think it was against Riddle and everything. But then he came down, gets on the mic, praises um, 
Sami Zayn, and then it's like Riddle got them both the hug and the ring and everything. And hell, it was just like the other day, Kevin Owens, um, Kevin Owens uh, uh, was quoted. I, I saw this tweet. Kevin Owens was quoted. The ultimate uh, good moment for that for him and Sami Zayn would be winning the tag titles together. Probably the one time in my life I root for Sami Zayn. <laughs> oh, I always root for Sammy. I've loved Sammy Zane for a long time. You know, when I got to meet him, you know, I think the last one I have left to meet is Kevin. I don't know if I met him or not. I know I met Sammy and I met Finn. If, if I ever met KO, I would have to stress that I'm from Houston, not just say Texas. I'd have to say Houston because he actually loves Houston. But can we get into the fun part now? <laughs> can I hear the boss lady rant again? Okay, before I go before I go any further, yeah, before I get into the details about what's been going on with AEW this week and everything, uh, Kayla fired off at Tony last week, and apparently she wants to do it again. Okay, when I first saw this bracket, I was going to say for the Trios Championship, and I was going to say on Rampage originally, it was Best Friends versus the Trustbusters, which includes part of that is Parker on that. I was going to raise hell because I thought that he was going to have them lose in that part. But after seeing the spoilers, best friends beat the trust busters. So I'm happy about that. But, and then obviously young bucks and Kenny Omega advanced, um, which I don't agree with. Exactly. Um, then this to uh, this Wednesday is going to be Death Triangle versus Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open. Okay, first of all, Will you Will Ospreay and Ozzy Oz Open shouldn't even be fucking in this tournament because they're part of New Japan. Get the fuck up out of here. Um, Death Triangle hopefully can get that win. Which um, but then you get down to the Dark Order and House of Black. And the, whoever the winner of House of Black and Dark Order is going to be is who goes up against Best Friends. Um, I'm going to make this loud and clear. Other than Best Friends, there's only one other tag team, in my opinion, that deserves those trio titles. And that's the House of Black. However, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and Orange Cassidy have worked their asses off from day one. They have had Chris Statlander's back. They had Wheeler Utah's back until he enjoyed combat Blackpool Combat Club. They kill it in the ring. Yes, Jolie hates Orange Cassidy's gimmick, which it can get kind of, you know, crazy, wonky, and, you know. It time. is stupid. <laughs> I'm going to come up to you and kick you in the shin and then put my hands in my pockets while I do it. That is stupid. And so... So that gimmick's okay, but whenever WWE does a gimmick, that's that that's so fucking cringe. But Orange Cassidy gets praised. No, it's fucking bullshit. Thank you. But anyway, I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Tony Khan, do the right fucking thing. Put those titles on best friends. Please. And honestly, and the reason I say that is because with her currently being out, this also would be a good tribute that they could do for Chris Statlander. So make best friends win those tournaments. If you want them to hold them for a week, great. Two days, great. I don't care. I want them to become the first champions. At least they can say they held gold because they fucking deserve it. 
Each and every one of them has been out with injury and had to come back from the start and build herself back up. They've gotten tag titles, but they fail. They've gotten tag title opportunities, but fail to former WWE superstars that shouldn't even be tag team champions to begin with. Sorry, Kat. I'm I don't. I still don't agree with that. I still don't agree with that one. But I'm just saying, I am sick and tired of Tony Khan bringing former WWE superstars into AEW and pushing them ahead of his talent that's already been there from the very start. Or newbies, such as Thunder Rosa, going ahead of everybody AEW World Championship. Get your shit together. I hate to tell you, Tony. Yes, Triple H is in charge. Yes, Stephanie's in charge. You're cringing right now because you don't know what to do. You're trying to go up one on him, but yet trying to copy by WWE. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. People keep saying, oh, AEW is going to push WWE out of uh, business. No. If it comes down to it, your ass is going out of business because Triple H knows what the hell he's doing. He's proved it within the last couple months of taking over or last couple weeks of taking over. So sit your ass down. Stop trying to do everything Triple H does and get your shit together and worry about who the hell you have on your roster now. And you better do the right damn thing on championships when it comes to the trios. Or I'll make sure your ass is blocked through all social media and could give less of what you do. I already have him blocked. I mean, the man is fucking demented. He he is so high on whatever it is. And, you know, his his Jaguars suck. And apparently, you know, daddy was trying to get Indomitian Sue. So I said... Well, they're going to have to sell some wrestlers to let some wrestlers go to get the money back. But shit, you know, they spent all this money on these wrestlers. And, you know, well, I, I do agree that I think Best Friend should win. I also felt that on Andrade's crew, who they are not only one is basically WWE, the other two aren't. You know, they should have beaten Kenny Omega because, you know, Noodlehead is back. And, you know, he looked horrible. He was horrible in ring. I don't care. If somebody comes at me for that, I know he looked like shit. Uh, speaking of released wrestlers, um, as of today, as a free agent to Neil Dashwood, Emma. Hmm. So she. Oh, wait a minute. That that would make sense. She's dating Riddick Moss now. Yeah. So Ooh. she might be coming back. She just posted 18 minutes ago uh, what the definition of a free agent is. And then it came down here. PW Insider confirms that Tennille Dashwood's contract expired and has finished up Impact Wrestling. Which I think that was stupid on Impact's part because she's actually a very decent wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and then it's know- like a not in, in, in as far as like people bring coming back and everything, it's just like the segment on Friday night with the Viking Raiders and everything, a certain female with them as well. Yep, Sarah Logan was in that package. So it's like she might actually be coming. It's like uh, they didn't show her face, but they showed like the back with the dreads and everything. So it's like she might. So it's like she might be back as well too. Totally. So let me go investigate this. <laughs> and um, you know, I'm all happy for that. And if she comes back, I mean, that would be backup in all honesty for Liv. That's true. But um, Shotzi apparently said that Liv was the reason why Ruby got fired. And then she yes. deleted her Twitter. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that spat back and forth with, between those two. But, you know, people are like, well, is that real? And I think it's actually just fake. I think it's actually storyline. 
because Shotzi isn't doesn't seem like she'd be that kind of person. Yeah. So if it's KFAB, you know, look, I'm still wanting fucking because Rhea keeps teasing Liv. (laughs) As like just bring make that that fucking faction over both shows. It's either make it over both shows or Liv loses the title at Clash and then gets drafted over to Raw. And you know what? I wouldn't mind that. Because then she, then you know, we we had Liv as champion. Kayla gets her wish with Shayna getting championship, and then we get finally get the Ronda Shayna feud that we, we've kind of been wanting. You know, break up that best friend group. And then, you know, you've got Toxic Attraction now up, so we just need fucking Mandy to drop her title so she can come back up and everybody and feud with with Sonya or join Sonya. Become a mega female faction. I mean, we we need more factions. We need more tag teams. And I will say this. I was so fucking happy when I heard that Nikita Lyons could not go to fucking Canada because she was not vaccinated. And the Toxic Attraction got the call up instead because you know what? That tag team made more fucking sense. That's true. Because it's like, I, w- I, I mean, I was actually hoping that um, Mandy would drop the title on Tuesday so they could actually all come up together on Friday. But but now that but now that Mandy has a, Mandy still has the title and everything, uh, can Mako come over and uh, knee her in the head or something? <laughs> Yeah, if uh, Mandy has to face Miko Sotomayor, she's getting her ass whooped ten times over. That title will be both titles will be Miko's, and you know she'll tuck tail and run back to SmackDown. <laughs> oh man! All right, back to AEW. Back to AEW. Um, because yeah, Wednesday started off kind of cringe because apparently when Punk came out to the ring. Uh, he kind of went off script, calling out Hangman, and then called out Mox, talked a lot of shit about Mox. Mox came out, and yeah, their promo back and forth was good, and then they got into the most cringiest brawl ever. I was like going, seriously? I did like the um, the Kingston line, though. That was funny. <laughs> that, that was cool. Okay, Y'all got to help me because he said the third best Eddie. The only other Eddie I could think of besides Eddie Guerrero was Eddie Edwards. Unless there's another Eddie I can't think about. Could be Eddie Edwards because he's a better wrestler than Eddie Kingston. Actually, anybody's a better fucking wrestler than Eddie Kingston. I'm sorry. he's, He's... I don't see the appeal behind Eddie Kingston. I don't. The mic work is phenomenal. You can be fantastic on the mic and still be a fucking shit in the ring. Oh, I know, I know. But Kayla, can you think of any other Eddies? No, not really. I mean, okay. the only thing I can okay. think of, you know, is Edwards. I can't think of our gestures looking it up just to see. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I was like, well, besides Eddie Guerrero, I was like, I, I couldn't think of it. I, I couldn't really think of anybody else. But yeah, that, yeah, and then it's like, Punk and Mox brawling is actually that was like cringe, and I was like, wait, seriously? That's how you got, yeah, that's how you get in this segment. But anyways, and then it's like after after all that happened on Wednesday night, the stuff came, uh, stuff was coming out about uh, 
how Punk was unhappy. There's so much turmoil backstage with him and Paige. And then it's like, I got a couple of tweets here and everything. Some say the issue between Punk and Hangman started when Tony Khan allowed Colt Cabana's contract to expire. Colt had a contentious relationship with CM Punk. Several top stars went to bathroom, which caused Khan to resign Cabana for ROH. And then, um, before, before you go any further, um, Umaga's real name was Eddie Fautu. So it could be Umaga as well. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, thank you. I did not know that. Okay. And then FIFO Select had a little bit more, a tad bit more. FIFO Select reports that the belief among AEW talent is that CM Punk thinks Hangman Page went into business for himself by taking a shot at Punk's history with Cole Cabana during their feud earlier this year. He met with AEW higher ups about the context of Page's promo. Punk had expressed his displeasure about falling out with Paige, including recently so blatantly that resources thought he quit AEW. Those close to him said he might have almost no-showed last night's Dynamite. One veteran said that they heard threats uh, being levied of, of Punk leaving AEW. And ironically enough, next week's show is in Cleveland, and he either walked out or didn't no show for a previous WWE show in Cleveland. That was, that's just coincidental, I guess. But after everything that came out, out this week and everything, I don't, I don't, I don't know about punk getting the titles, both the titles. So with CM Punk, once again, the nothing against the guy, but you mean to tell me he gets a little heat behind. He wants to fucking run again. Is that what he wants to do? Is that what he's going to do the rest of his life? Because his time is running out. Yeah, he's not, I mean, yeah, it's nice to see him back in the ring. Yes, it's nice, you know, to hear that music again, but he he's not what he used to be. He's not up to the speed. And now that you say that, if he's starting heating stuff with Paige, no wonder Paige wants out. Because I met Hanging Man Adam Page, and, you know, and legit most awesome guy. And when he told me that little thing, would I follow him everywhere, you know, root for him wherever he goes and I said yeah then he told me where he was going and I said yeah you got me I'm there I mean we like we said we don't really we hear what we hear from Fightful and all of them so what really goes on we really don't know what goes on behind there right but for all my understanding well, Fightful is one of the better brighter brands or whatever to yeah yep. yeah well but if Punk is really in this much trouble or whatever's going on you know and I know Tony Khan at one point said he didn't want Punk to lose a title. But honestly, if you're going to put him up against Mox, Mox deserves that title more than Punk does. Mox got heat with those people back there, but because that's who he is. That's that's his that's his character. That's who John Moxley is. Mm-hmm. He's the unwritten, unscripted, violence, wild thing that... Leads more to Monk than uh, his wife, Renee, does. For real. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. You know, I was like, I got to say that on the line. Yeah, that's why I saw that. I sent that to you all. I was like, that's great. Sadly, but true. Um, <laughs> but no, it's whatever it is. I mean, I don't. If he walks out as champion, then, well, Tony Khan's got something to do. But honestly, that's another thing. Make the right choice. And I don't think it should be CM Punk. 
honestly, this Wednesday they're going up against the titles for the titles titles. Um, I don't even see that match really happening or it's not going to end. Like it's going to be like um, DQ'd. Somebody's going to get involved with that match. And then it's going to go to all out. Mm-hmm. And I hope John Moxley kicks that cult of personality's ass and send him back to Chicago to sit in front of the TV with AJ Lee and his dog and play Xbox. Because apparently that's what he did best before he got, got signed with AEW. CM Punk was a bitch, will always be a bitch, and makes bitches look bad. That's pretty bad. It is. <laughs> he has a history of this. And while, yes, hearing cult of personality is an amazing thing, guess what? Anytime Kyle Schwarber comes up to bat uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies, half the time he plays cult of personality. So I'm perfectly fine with hearing Kyle Schwarber, you know, over fucking punk punk just his whole issue with colt cabana his whole issue you know he thinks he's this big fucking diva him and jericho deserve each other they're both bunch of bitches and you know i i kind of want to know how punk feels being married to a more successful wrestler in person than he is i'm i mean aj People care more about AJ coming back than they cared about Punk coming back. I mean, you have Bailey today on August 21st, 2022, talking about their historic match together. I think about Paige and AJ. I think about Caitlin and AJ. I have no feelings towards Punk whatsoever. I remember him with... uh, fetus or festus or whatever the fuck his name was luke gallo's character and then and then serena deep you know marty skull's girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the fuck she's if they're still together or not and you know it that i think of that stupid society that they had the straight edge society yeah oh you take ibuprofen you're bad and it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You know what? I'm not a weed smoker, but I swear to God, if Punk ever smoked weed, he'd be a hell of a mellow guy. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's just, I've noticed a lot of hardcore wrestling fans, you know, that like Punk back in the day, but know what kind of person that Punk is, be like, I don't know why they brought him back. I don't know why he's here. He has been a cancer to wrestling for a while and i mean you even had the guy that knocked his ass out in the ufc saying you need hey tony you want me to come take care of him and then you know people like punk fans will he that match was disqualified because the guy popped positive for something i think he popped positive for weed which is stupidly redundant but still punk couldn't even be successful in the ufc he tried to be brock lesnar so fucking bad and he couldn't even do it. Punk just needs to shut his mouth and do his job. Moxley needs to stop fucking bleeding all over the fucking place. And everybody is now saying that, oh, this is when MJF is going to come back. We don't, you know, if that whole MJF thing was KFAB, good on them. 100%. Hey, you got us. But if y'all lose Hangman because of all this, 
Tony, you fucked up. Hangman's been with you day one. And you're giving it to somebody, to two somebodies, that shouldn't even, you know, be your main stars. I'm sorry. I am 100% behind Kayla on this one. I'm not an AEW fan because you they treat their main people like trash. The tag team titles are Keith Lee and Swerve, ex-WWE. FTR is the ROH tag team champions, ex-WWE. Mission Pro champion is, I mean, um, Thunder Rosa, you know, she's run Mission Pro and Indie Diney. Dynasty woman, amazing wrestler, not knocking her whatsoever. But, you know, they have her with Tony Storm or her versus Athena. And while I know that Chris is now out for at least a year, hopefully sooner, I've seen her like videos. Woman, slow down. Um, You have, and as much as it pains me, Britt Baker. Nyla Rose. Where is Sheeta? The three women that helped start your company. A Rio, too. Where are they? Yeah, it's like Rio and uh, Sheeta, I think they're in uh, Japan right now. Your women's division is a fucking travesty. And you make you make Athena be Jade's bitch. What the fuck? I know Jade is one of your old, kind of one of your OGs because you know you brought her up to the company. Okay, I get it, but you know what? On Ember Moon Athena's worst day, she could beat Jade. The fact that they're making Athena job to fucking Jade is disgusting because she is such an amazing talent. Help, you know, even when they make you know, when they make other people job, it's just it's so frustrating watching Jade. It is so frustrating. I do not understand the the obsession with her. I seriously do not. AEW constantly wants to be this different company, and yes, I get it. A lot of these wrestlers started elsewhere, but your first AEW champion was Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. It should have been Hangman, or even though he's a New Japan guy, I would have said Kenny Omega since he was a founder, or even Cody Rhodes, or Wardlow, or MJF. But you know, this is why AEW is fucking cringe to me, and I'm gonna say this right now. Brian Danielson has had shit matches in AEW. Daniel Bryan in WWE is laughing at him because those matches that he put on in WWE have been 10 times better than the shit he's putting on AEW. I'm sorry. That that match was horrible. The three falls match was horrible to me. I actually haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> I I've seen clips of it and I've seen people dissect it and like but you know, when I think of his matches, like, you know, I go to WrestleMania when they were in New Orleans and he had to beat Batista and Triple H and that whole match, fucking amazing. Him versus Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania. Fantastic. Him versus AJ Styles 
to win the title was fucking great. Watching him versus Brock Lesnar was fucking great. I can't, he's just, oh, I get more freedom. And I can see that your wife is going to beat the shit out of you when you get home. Mm-hmm. You know, WWE does shit for a reason. That this, They are now giving more creative license in WWE. Which we have wanted. Forever, yeah. Now, some people already had that autonomy, like Charlotte, Becky, Seth, Roman. But now, mm-hmm. like, you're seeing it more with Kevin, Drew, the tag team titles, the women's division. You're seeing more growth in four weeks than in two years. I honestly think that this is just going to the product is going to get better and better and better. But WWE, while it does have that newfound freedom, still does things to protect its wrestlers. Yes, they had an accident with Big E. And Ridge Holland felt horrible. And people coming after him like they did with ba- uh, with Sasha with the whole Paige situation. Mm-hmm. Not That's not good, y'all. So... I get it. I do. AEW, you're very much more free to do shit. But that freedom has consequences. You get injured on... Yeah. You get injured on stupid things. Dash had his arm cut open, and he might not have been able to wrestle again. the one thing that scares me when I watch indie wrestlers is that they, they have so much freedom to do what they want. And I cringe hell when Shotzi does that dive out of the fucking ring. I cringe. Mm-hmm. Some moves need to be stopped. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, it's just scary sometimes watching AEW wrestlers. It really is. Um, but Tony is acting, he, he wants to be Tony Soprano. He wants to be Tony Soprano so bad. That's a comparison. Well, don't think about it. He, he wants to be the big shot. He wants to run all of wrestling. That, that's with his fucking rants. He wants to be the head cheese. And like, you know, you've got fucking Triple H. It's basically, you know, Al Capone, Jimmy Hoffa, even though Jimmy Hoffa, we never found his body. But still, he's he has more of the mindset of how to make it work. He's more Tony Soprano than Tony Khan. (laughs) Tony is more like that drug mule that keeps doing his own product. Like, he has no idea when to just sit down, shut up. And let the product speak for itself. That I've said that for a while because he keeps batting off every fucking week. Man, damn, Kayla. It's like sometimes it's like I hear Jolly going off about AEW, and I was like, going, does she really watch it on the side and not tell, not tell us?" <laughs> Here's the thing: I follow the AEW wrestlers. I follow people that critique AEW. I watch clips on YouTube. I will not give them any ratings whatsoever. I will not give them any follows whatsoever. AEW is technically blocked on my main channel, on my main page. 
on Twitter page. Okay. I, I do not follow them. They are blocked. The word AEW is blocked. Okay. But just but I do follow I'm gonna if they say, oh Daniel Bryan or Brian Brian Daniels Wrestling, House of Black. I love Tommy. Everybody knows this. I am a Tommy fan. Sorry, Malachi. Fucking children of the corn, motherfucker. Um, but still, there's just you just have to just because I don't watch it doesn't mean I don't research. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. And plus, Tony doesn't matter what I'm watching or whether I have him blocked or not. People are going to post whatever fucking crazy bullshit he said. And speaking of that, can we get to crazy tweets? I had what? (laughs) Calm down! Calm down! Hey, I'm trying to get some words. I just found something. Oh, you have one? Yeah. Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold it. Hold it, though. Hold on. A, I'm trying to let Kayla get a word in edgewise. And B, I have something else about AEW. But Kayla, go ahead. If you want to you want to comment on anything she just said. I will say, honestly, probably the best match I've actually seen Brian Danielson do in the ring is that match that him and Mox had that ended up having Regal come out and doing the club. So, I mean, those two were going at it. It was hilarious. But um, other than that, I don't really have any much base to say what she talked about. But but I do have to. I will say Daniel Bryan puts a whole lot – is a little – put a lot better matches on in WWE. Danielson in AEW, he's very luckluster, luckluster when it comes to his matches. I just feel like – but, no, that falls count anywhere match or whatever – Two fall, two out of three falls was ridiculous. I'm glad the outcome of it, but it wasn't all that great. Uh, and it's like um, the brawling between like Punk and Mox. It, am I the only one who did? Did you think that was kind of cringe as well, or am I just losing it? It is what it is. It it was tense. If it made you know, it just kind of. I don't know. It's just very difficult to choose right now. Basically, what's going to happen? It's like kind yeah. of hope Mox just beat his ass for the hell of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the one more thing I had to talk about AEW before we get to crazy tweets and everything. Um, this new uh, Twitter page I'm actually following, uh, Zero News and everything. Apparently, they cut. They've had some crazy stuff come up, but I just saw this one. We talk about all like the rest. We've talked on the show plenty of times before about like Tony Khan getting all these wrestlers on hasn't really figured out uh, or finalized any TV deals for ROH yet. And then there's a rumor going around now that Warner wants to make dynamite take dynamite down to one hour instead of two. So if that actually happens, Khan's got even Khan's got even more problems, right? Kayla got problems and say goodbye to your woman matches. Really? Because, hell, they have a hard time throwing women matches in there in two hours. Exactly. It's like one It's like one, like one match a show, if that. Like, absolutely crazy shit. Oh, man. All right, crazy tweets. Jolie, you never have anything. What do you got? Okay, so my most favorite person in the entire world, Lana, you know, attacks somebody. 
And they said, hard to keep going when you're homeless. Everyone ignores you. Everything is a reminder of what you once had. Her, she retweeted this with a quote tweet. You have a device to tweet from. Does this dumb bitch not know that you can buy a phone for $25 and use free Wi-Fi to get Twitter? What? That, that's her idea of a comeback? Oh, it, it gets it gets worse. And then she decided to be racist. What? Oh, yes. Yes. Hold on. Let me find this real quick. Oh, this is great. This is great. Because apparently, I think this is very fucking racist, to be perfectly honest. But BET Music tweeted out. Uh, this was a while ago. So this is an old, old tweet. This is back in 09. Oh, damn. Okay. What are you sick and tired of and why? CJ Perry at BET Music at 106 and Park that rappers and hip hop stars will only use black people in their videos. There are more ethnicities in the US. Why be so narrow minded? She is a fucking racist. How did I not know about this tweet? Like, it is fucking hilarious how stupid she is. Oh, God. I, 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 I don't know what to say. And then she <laughs> said she wants to kick uh, Anna J in the face because she's trying to seduce her husband. Oh, Lord. And then the best part is Uncle Dax Says I, I want to marry you, Nero, to Miro, and she goes. Why does everybody want to marry my husband? Because they know he's a good man, and you're a bad dumb bitch. Oh, God. I can't stand this woman. I am the. I will say this. I normally don't celebrate people getting fired. I don't. But when she was let go from the company, that was the happiest I'd ever fucking been because she has been nothing but a waste of space on on Raw, SmackDown, NXT. I'm sorry. There was a time she thought she was a better dancer than Naomi. Yeah, that that was unbelievably horrible. (laughs) And then, you know, her taking credit for the whole Becky Lynch thing. When she got, when she won the Rumble and, you know, I'm the reason why you won the WrestleMania 35. Shut the fuck up, bitch. It was Lana. I mean, I'm sorry. It was Nia who injured your ass that caused you to take you out. So you. The one time I ever actually cheered Nia Jackson my entire life. And then was it later that night that she got 619 and RKO'd? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 That was the best rumble because I was able to cheer for her taking out Lana. And then I got to cheer Randy and Ray to take, and Ziggler, because I think he zigzagged her ass too. That was the best fucking rumble. I'm sorry. 2018 was the best fucking rumble, dude. That was amazing. Uh, 19, 19, 19. 19, sorry, 19. That was fucking amazing. God, that was amazing. Nice. <laughs> See, I, even though it's an old tweet from 09, but still it's relevant to how stupid she fucking is. Right. Uh, Kayla, you got anything? Mine is also about Lana and Miro. 
Oh, shit. Okay. This was, when was it? This was actually yesterday. I screenshotted this. Cage Side Seats had tweeted out, I know we all remember Lana the okayish wrestler, but should also remember Lana the excellent manager. Miro doesn't need a mouthpiece, but they can make a heck of a duo on hashtag AEW Rampage. Miro tweeted back and said, Lana, quotation marks, is better wrestler than 95% of the entire locker room and also best manager. Your reports are okay-ish at best. Hold on, hold on. I got I, I to follow up to that because A, you stole my first, you stole my first one because that's the one I had. And I have a follow up to that one. He says, I'm realist and I know Serena Deeb is the best in the ring. Who is yours? But still. <laughs> Jester's taking the glass off. All rise. Court is now in session. The Honorable Jester presiding. Proceed. Rusev Day, you're fucking canceled. Lana couldn't beat a blind woman with her arms tied behind her back. And best manager? Uh-uh, motherfucker. That is Zelina fucking Vega. You want to talk up? Zelina could wrestle and manage at the same fucking time while Lana just stood there and looked pretty. Uh-uh. No. No, no, no. Now, if you want to say that she's better than AEW, you're wrong there fucking too, motherfucker, because not only does you have the likes of Nia nyla rose who could fucking squash her you've got the best fucking manager despite the fact that i do not agree with her political affiliations because she and i are complete opposite spectrums but the best fucking manager in aew is fucking vicky guerrero there is no ifs ands or buts when she was in wwe working with edge when she was in aew now she's working with nyla rose she is one of the best fucking mouthpieces managers in aew so Right there, you you completely fucking lied. Now I get that you're biased, but um, and Serena Deeb isn't even the best fucking wrestler in AEW. She's fucking not. So you, the fact that you even fucking said that is bullshit. Brie Bella is a better wrestler than fucking Lana. Brie Bella would be a better manager than Lana. Becky Lynch is a better wrestler than Lana. And she would probably be a better manager than Lana. Linda McMahon would be a better wrestler than Lana. And do I even need to name Stephanie? Who actually held the title? Take several fucking seats. Because you need to get your ass to an optometrist and get your eyes fucking checked. I get it. She sucks good dick. I don't fucking care. You can be the best dick sucker in all the world. Doesn't make you the best wrestler and manager. Because I can, I just named better ones. Hell, Charlotte Flair is a better wrestler and would be a better manager than Lana. Nia Jax. Oh, God. Would be a better manager than Lana. The table that Nyla Nia put her through constantly is a better manager than Lana. I do not fucking care. You 
are a complete biased piece of shit. That has to be the stupidest thing I have heard. And I've been watching a lot of fucking TikToks. Jesus fucking Christ. No wonder people don't want her. Is she? No, dude. No. Anna J. Or, uh, yeah, Anna J. is a Penelope Ford. Um, Julia Hart. If you're saying, hell, Britt Baker, you're saying that Lana is better than Britt Baker? You're saying that, and we all know how all three of us feel about Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> so not only <laughs> did you, if she signs with AEW, if she signs, <laughs> not only did you already make her out to be the best manager, but you made her out to be the best wrestler. God, I hope Nyla Rose faces her and Vicky's in the ring so they slap the shit out of her. I would actually tune in for that. I would give them the ratings for that. That is the most ignoramus thing I have ever fucking heard. And Donald Trump was our president. <laughs> I find you guilty of being a... A good husband, but a really stupid fucking husband. Of course, adjourned. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Calm down. Well, I'm good water. now. I'm good now. But Jesus fucking Christ. I, I didn't think anything would be stupider than anything she's ever said. Right. Hmm. All right. And then just a quick update. I didn't get a chance to make it out to the show last night, but um, the WrestleRife Championship is back in Houston where it belongs. Uh, love and respect to the Kurtz, a thousand percent. But Aaron Mercer won the match last night. The title is back in Houston. And now everything's like hunky-dory between everyone. There's no bad blood or anything now. But it's just like, yeah. And then, hell, even Aaron Mercer like tweeted out saying it's like, uh, Casey's like the toughest, toughest ever because it's like she took like spikes to the head and then like a chair shot as well. But yeah, we all knew, we all know Casey is ridiculous. <laughs> all right. My final tweet it's not really crazy, but it's a match I want to see. I will get online to see it if it ever happens. Hell, if we have a chance to sponsor it, I would love to sponsor this. But our good friend of the show, Jordan Blake, she tweeted out, I think this was last night, she's like going, I feel like I'm screaming into a void, but, and then all capital letters after this, I would like to wrestle Mia Yim, please. And then Mia retweeted it and said, yes, please. It's like, I want that match. I will build the ring. Yeah. Seriously. It, it, I will build the fucking ring. I will find the specs. I will build it. You can have it up here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I, I know we like mentioned it like a hot second earlier, but I do want to talk. I did this one more thing I did want to talk about um, for Clash of the Castle. Well, no, number one, even if it's just a one-off thing, um, Triple H, can you get Nixon Newell, Tegan Knox, like one night at least? Let her get out of the house. 
Because I know she's been wanting to wrestle for a while and everything. Let her get look, out of the house. Look, I already At said I will, I, I will volunteer as tribute for her Visa green card. We got a sponsor right here. <laughs> but yeah, get her out of that. Yeah, it's like one night in Wales at least. Come on. That would be a pop. But either way, no. Um, I want to talk about uh, Friday night. Seamus won the five-way. It will be him and Gunther at Clash of the Castle for the Intercontinental Championship. I didn't even realize that it was the only title he has not had. This would finally make him a Grand Slam champion. A, what took so long, and B, holy shit, that match is going to... That's that, It's like they said, that's not going to be a match. That's going to be war. Well, 100%. We'll get more into that when we do our predictions. Exactly. But it's like, Kayla, Kayla, it's like, that's not going to be a match. That's going to be a war, huh? Mm-hmm. Somebody oh needs my- to chop down Gunther or Walter or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I'm just so excited about Clash of the Castle because it's like the UK crowds are always like crazy and everything and it's just like them getting a stadium show after all this time is going to be absolutely ridiculous. Oh, Kayla, any final thoughts? No. I'm just making sure I'm going through Twitter to find any crazy tweets just to finish it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jolie? Nope, I'm good. Wow. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I mean, it's not crazy. Someone tweeted this out. It says, what would you like to see at WWE Castle to end? A, Drew McIntyre wins. B, The Fiend returns and the match ends in a no contest. C, Theory cashes in. Or D, The Tribal Chief retains. If I had my preference out of all that for the pop alone, I would like to see Drew win. Even if it may be for like 48 hours and he loses one of them on Raw. Because he was the one when he was WWE champion during the pandemic saying that he would like to get a major pay-per-view back in the UK. And not only do they have one in the UK, it's a stadium show. So, if anything, I know he's going to get a huge pop when he enters the stadium and everything, but he deserves to win. Even Yeah, I mean, even though Roman may still end up having one of the titles and stuff, he deserves to walk away with some gold that night. So, Honestly, I would love to see Drew win, Theory attempt to cash in, The Fiend comes out and takes out Theory. There we go. And it's the funny thing that you just said that because some of these comments, Theory cashes in before the match, making a triple threat. Drew pins Theory to win both titles as Drew celebrates the Fiend shows up and attacks Theory in the ring by the mandible claw. (laughs) Someone says Roman Reigns retains long live the tribal chief. He can't hold it forever. They have to break the titles up. I'm sorry. And someone goes, let Theory cash in. His ass ain't get the title anyway. Exactly. He is right now a mid-card champion. Theory cashes in and wins. We need someone new in the title picture. <laughs> Dude, you can go kindly fuck off. And we all can't forget. Whoever gets these titles after Clash and everything, they're going to have to deal with Cross. 
within the next couple months. It's, it's obvious that Reigns will re- retain. However, I do not want to see Cross in the title picture because the undergraded wrestler does not deserve it. Let's end the show before I cuss the motherfucker out. <laughs> I'm going to start reading those tweets because I'm going to end up tweeting out to him. Okay, to that jackass, real quick. Cross is not overrated. You dumb fuck. And it's not just Cross that they have to worry about. You got Kevin wanting back in the title picture. You're going to have Sami Zayn want to be back in the title picture. So, my guy, my dude, my dumbass. At stupidfuck101. I don't know what your ad is at. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. Um, yeah, don't ever, ever say stupid shit like that. You probably lick Omega and the Bucks ball sweat, don't you? You, you probably have a jar. You probably have a jar of their, their, their ball sweat somewhere and you sniff it like, you know, it's, it's your whole thing. Dolly, I'm gonna puke. Quit it. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking puke. Quit it. Look, I'm trying to make sure she she doesn't cuss him out. So. My guy, and we all said, my dude, go fuck yourself. And we also got to keep in mind, it's more than likely that the Usos are not going to be in, in Wales. Huh? They weren't in Canada. Yeah, because they couldn't be in Canada. Because of DUIs. Canada's don't let people have DUIs in Canada. Oh, I thought it was a stipulation within the United States that Jimmy couldn't travel. No. Canada would not let him. Never mind. Recent charges of DUIs. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that part. Okay, never mind. Now, Cross and Scarlet weren't in Canada because of them not being vaccinated, but it came out the Usos could not come in. That's why they said borderline issues because Jimmy didn't do the DUIs. That's what it was. Okay, okay. I I thought it was a stipulation on the USI because of for Jimmy or like whatever his legal shit is. Okay, never mind. All right, and on that note, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>